again and welcome back to the show. So today's episode is all about balance. We're going to discuss how focusing our energy on the areas that we should consider meaningful increases the consistency of our success and our happiness. So about a year ago, I snoozed my alarm one too many times and I was on track to be late for work. I woke my daughter up and while she was taking her sweet time, I was rushing around with a toothbrush in my mouth and a hairbrush in the other hand. I had six minutes to squeeze a 45-minute morning routine into. No time to cook, so we headed to McDonald's. Of course, the line was wrapped around the building, and we spent 15 minutes waiting for what turned out to be the wrong order. I ended up eating a hash brown and listened to my daughter complain about the cheese that didn't melt the entire drive to school. I eventually got to work, and I was greeted with a few smart comments because I was late. And a long and rough day ended with me searching for food for my daughter and I since my wife ended up covering a late shift. How many times have you had days similar to mine? The pressure of attending to every detail of your life with little to no regard for your own needs. Do you think that you'll ever get to open your own restaurant or write that book? Or even find true fulfillment unless you make more time for yourself? A lot of us are programmed to focus on the things that we love or feel is important to our survival, but we suck at prioritizing. Now, we forget that an important ingredient in our success is attending to our needs. It's a continual work in progress, but that comes with the understanding of the importance of balance in our lives. It doesn't matter if you have all the ingredients to bake a cake. It's only successful if you add them in the right portions. Remember that day you ate that amazing meal, got to spend those memorable moments with your kids, everyone was happy and clean and actually went to bed on time? Or maybe you got some alone time with your significant other, time to catch up on your favorite TV show or crack open a good book. It literally felt like the stars were aligned, right? It wasn't just because you were having a good day, but a balanced day. You got the results that you wanted from the things that mattered the most. Instead of fighting with your kids about homework or chores, both sides had an opportunity to appreciate what they love about each other. Got to share a laugh with your spouse instead of, you know, worrying about the next bill or something that needed repair. Or maybe you just had that quiet moment you needed after a long day of problem solving and putting out fires at work. Your mindset and a balanced state of being makes the days like I described seem trivial. The balance gives us the mental toughness to take more and give more. Now, on the flip side of the coin, an imbalance makes room for chaos. You know, we fall victim to that familiar pace of praying for Fridays and getting sick at the sound of Mondays. Bills to pay, food to cook, yards to clean, everything that keeps us away from the things that we really want to do. Don't we deserve to be happy? For the time you stayed strong when you didn't have the money to pay a bill, the moments you listen to a problem and help someone get through a tough time. If we have a recipe that helps us to minimize our problems and emphasize our growth, why aren't we feeding more into it? And the the younger versions of ourselves got it. Our parents took care of our needs by shouldering our responsibilities and we didn't have mortgages or school fees or other bills. We had that absolute freedom to focus on the things that we loved. In my case, it was my good old sketch pad and riding bicycles. I could do both for hours. And ironically, I don't do either anymore. 
what are some of the things that you loved and sort of left behind? When I think about it, if I put that in a literal sense, I only had two things to juggle. Most people on the planet can juggle two things, right? It doesn't require much coordination and to a certain extent it comes naturally. Now fast forward to adulthood. The responsibilities are greater and we have the added skills of parenting and counselor, handyman, beautician, you name it. So now we go from what comes naturally to unfamiliar territory. Juggling multiple things and multiple responsibilities. Now, how many people do you know can actually juggle more than two objects? Now, I'm not exaggerating when I say it, but I literally know one person that can do it. It's a difficult skill. It takes time and it takes practice. So what do you do in this instance? Do you try to master your tasks or are you like most of us and drop the ones that you think need the least of your time and energy? The moment we do the latter is the moment we become slaves to our knowledge and success. We place the majority of our focus on the things that will bring us the least amount of satisfaction, like our jobs and our bills. And then we're content pushing the things that give us joy and excitement into the background, like our hobbies and our passions. So if you ever wonder where that something's missing feeling comes from, it's because something is literally missing. No money or material things can fill that void. So here's how I'm currently addressing it. I look at three broad areas in my life. My career, my relationships, and then me as a person. Now, number one, my career is something that I used to take very seriously. I'm that guy that goes hard. I'm competitive, I love a good challenge, and I'm motivated. Now, while that's an employer's dream, it could be a nightmare for a family if you're not careful. I used to buy into the 30 minutes early meant that you're on time and 30 minutes after meant that you're showing initiative. I got praise from my superiors, which never puts food on the table, by the way, but it challenged my family structure. My turning point was a night that I let my ladies down, man. Early in the day, I promised them, my daughter in particular, that we'd read a new book for bedtime story. And I doubled down on that promise and told my wife that we'd watch the sappiest movie that we could find. She's a sucker for those. That very day, I took on a project that delayed me two hours. When I got home, my daughter was already asleep, and I attempted to watch the movie with my wife, but I woke up alone on the couch at 2 a.m. Now, the next morning, I got the smiles, I got the kisses, but I was disappointed in myself, man, because I knew that I let them down. While we're pushing for success and blindly complying, know that no matter how good you are at anything, that you can be replaced. It's not your company's job to care about your family, because they don't, but it's yours. Don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-work. Rend unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but understand what belongs to you and only you. Your time. In a 24-hour day, we spend 6 to 8 hours sleeping, if we're lucky. 8 plus hours at work, anywhere from 1 to 3 hours in preparation and commute, which leaves us with 5 lonely hours to do the things that we really enjoy doing. <laughs> and most of us, for whatever reason, infringe further on that time. You agree to do X job for Y time, so do it. Stand out, show initiative, be creative. Just do it within the agreed upon time frames. And remember to leave work at work. Stop bringing it home in the form of emails or stories about the people that did you wrong. Have a quick moment to vent and forget about it. You spend the majority of your day at work, so if you're unhappy, Get the training that you need 
and put a bad job in your review. But until then, collect your check and get home to the people and things that matter most. So number two, relationships. It goes without saying that memories made with friends and families are important to both parties. The easiest way to achieve balance with this group is to set realistic goals and timeframes. Many of us have challenging jobs and responsibilities, and the fact of the matter is there will be times when you have to go above and beyond. Now, whatever the case may be, involve your family in the decision-making. Keep them in the loop about your obligations. You know, crazy shifts make for unrealistic promises. I'm cooking this evening, or I'll meet you guys out a little bit later. Knowing good and well, you're too tired to do either, but, you know, most of us hate letting others down. Be upfront. Let everyone know the times that you can do things and when you're actually available. Give your kids clear expectations about when you'll be able to spend time with them. Hey, I can't read stories on Mondays and Wednesdays. I've got to work late, guys, but I'll definitely sit with you guys Tuesdays, Thursdays, and obviously the weekends. Or I can't make it to that uh, wind down Wednesdays, but let's plan a little bit later on. Everyone has that friend or family member that promises you the world, but they flake out because they don't know the first thing about balance. Don't be that person. Once you set realistic and attainable goals, love and respect comes easy because you've offered your credibility for them to rely on. So number three, you. The forgotten piece about the puzzle. This may be news to you, but you can't give your best unless you're at your best. Think about that. Everyone wants to be great parents and spouses and employees or whatever. And most of us want to give what we don't have. Now, if you want to be in the best position to give advice or show genuine love and be effective in a work environment, you have to take the time to refuel. Do the things that give you satisfaction, whether that be enjoy a good book or writing one. Make sure that your needs are also a priority. When you can neglect your needs is easy to feel unfulfilled. You become that person who does everything for everyone and you start to resent the very people that you're helping. You'll find yourself reading one less bedtime story or being less spontaneous and romantic, even starting to cut corners at work because no matter how you look at it, we're hardwired to find comfort and satisfaction. So whether consciously or subconsciously, we're going to do whatever it takes to get that feeling because we crave balance. So a great way to address your needs is to put the right amount of effort into what my sister eloquently phrased as your five to nine. We train, we get educated, we put in our hours, all because we place a heavy emphasis on our nine to five, our work. Why don't we do the same for our five to nine? Do you have a five to nine? What do you do for fun? If you don't, remind yourself about old hobbies or pick up a new one. Find a time to rest your mind from the breakneck pace of everything that you're responsible for. Something I'm continuously struggling with is exercise. Incorporated, man. You know, most of us are carrying the weight of our specific worlds on our shoulders. No matter how old you are, put together some type of regimen to where you can get yourself moving. Give yourself one less thing to worry about in the form of health issues and take care of your body. Taking care of you takes care of everything else. A performance vehicle can't perform without fuel and regular maintenance. And a verse I've been struggling and trying to live by, Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Emphasis on all. I thought to myself a while back, if we're all made in God's image, 
then the best way to know God is to get to know yourself. Find time to spend alone and definitely time to commune with God. Because none of what we discuss can come together unless you align yourself with his plan. I can actually remember when we used to prioritize things differently as people. I realized that one of our greatest issues in life is identifying the things that are really important. We all exist in this delicate balance of doing the things that we want to do versus the things that we have to do. We wear so many different hats that we get caught up pushing ourselves into the background. Take a close look at your life and invest more time in the things that bring you joy. Prioritize alone time. Be deliberate about dating your significant other. Dust off your hobbies and watch happiness and effectiveness follow. Everything needs balance to stand upright. And just like in the physical world, if you lose your balance, you increase the odds of falling down, literally and figuratively. Your family, your friends, your career, all of your interests require a piece of you. So keep in mind that there's only so much to go around, so divide carefully. So our next episode is going to be about your specific role in life. Are you doing what you were born to do? If you are, how can you inspire others? And if you aren't, what do we need to do to get where we belong? So guys, if you haven't already, hit subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. We appreciate the feedback. It's been lovely. So tell me a bit more about the topics that you'd like for me to discuss. You can do that by sending an email to nighttimenostalgia100 at gmail.com. That's nighttimenostalgia100 at gmail.com. Talk to you guys in two weeks.